0: 15 minutes of
1: flame, the hottest podcast on the internet.
2: Okay, that was uh, Sugie Otis. Uh, inspiration, information. And that's off of um, Wings of Love, which was kind of his comeback record. And uh, the backstory of Sugie Otis is you could, this is young Sugie right here. And this is what he looked like when the record was released. And he was, um, he is the son of Johnny Otis. And Johnny Otis is a kind of a noted, like, blues guy. I think he recorded on Alligator Records. Um, And he was this really interesting character. Um, If you didn't pay attention, you would have thought that Johnny Otis was black. But Johnny Otis was actually Greek, and he had a real affinity for um, the blues. And so he became this blues aficionado, blues player. He was musical uh, and wound up having, I think, like an apple farm in Petaluma, California, somewhere up there, right? Santa Rosa. He had a bunch of kids, and Shuggy was one of his kids. And Shuggie was kind of a phenom. He was one of these prodigies, musical prodigies. And when he first came out, he was doing like really interesting renditions of kind of like blues, psychedelic funk. He was like, he he wrote the song Strawberry Letter 23. Like the Johnson, the Brothers Johnson did not write that song. It was Shuggie Otis. And Shuggy Otis became an inspiration for, for Prince, like Prince openly states that he based a lot of his style and vibe on Shuggy Otis. And, and even the fact that Shuggy Otis is mixed like Prince's right. And um, I know, I don't think they ever did anything together, which is a shame and Suggy kind of, fell prey to uh, drug addiction, but it was more than drug addiction, it was a mental illness. Like he really kind of lost his shit. And it took him a long time to get it back together and create a new record. I think it might've been over 10 years or more uh, between records for him, could've been longer. But um, I think this came out on David Burns label if I'm not mistaken, his little uh, sub label that he had there for a while. And uh, man, it's just got like so much Illuminati symbolism there, doesn't it? Like you've got the twins and you have the butterfly effect. And, you know, I don't know how much thinking or programming goes into creating an album cover like this. And I get it, wings of love, but you could have put a dove in there. Um, But I get it. The the butterfly is transformation, right? This is him um, going into the chrysalis, right? And this is him on the outside of the chrysalis. I got to give the guy credit. I mean, he, he got his shit together, right? He managed to figure out, you know, what was important in his life, which was music. Um, And I also think that being around Johnny Otis probably could have been Pretty challenging because Johnny was a big personality and he had a a radio show on KPFA every, every Saturday morning and it was all about the blues and he was great. He was a great uh, musical historian and, and uh, you know, I like, I like the blues, it's not one of my favorite genres, but when he played it and told the backstory and everything, he just made it way more interesting. So one night in Santa Rosa at the Health and Harmony Fair, which was this big kind of new agey music festival they would have every year. And I used to go to it um, frequently. And one year, my buddy, Stephen Kent, um, was performing there. And so I went there with him and we hung out. And uh, Sugar Otis's son hung out with us for the entire weekend. And he... he, uh, he was very charismatic. Even his son was charismatic. I don't know what his son is doing now. I think you can, I think I've seen his picture on on uh on the internets. But that night he was playing, what is it, the charanga, like the box that you sit on and play? You could tell he was quite musical. Um, and he was he seemed like a he had a bit of an edge, right? But he seemed like a good kid. Um, so there you go, a little show
1: to bring us into the show today. How is everybody? Um, It is good to be back. And here I am somewhere um, off the coast of who knows where.
2: It kind of looks like Brazil, doesn't it? I have no no idea where this is. But it wouldn't be
1: a bad place to be and hang out uh, for a while. So why don't we get into it? Let me just do a quick run through on chat. And um,
2: I'm going to have a bit of a different bit of a format change coming up here. We're going to ease into a new format. And one of the things that I'm going to do is instead of at the beginning, um, I'm going to connect with you guys at the, towards the end of the show. Okay. Because I've been getting some feedback from people Um, which is, can you please get to the show faster? Okay, and I'm very sensitive to the fact that, you know, part of the reason why I go into chat is to not only connect with people, but there's also the opportunity for me to riff on what you're saying. And, you know, there can be interesting content uh, through the interactive you know potential of this medium, right? Which is really, I think, this isn't TV. You know, this is interactive. So um we'll, we'll ease into it a bit, and then we'll try to we'll try to you know make our transition um more towards the end of the show where I can go back and see some of the things you've said, and and then we can talk about that. So it's not like I'm abandoning Chaturiya. We're just kind of we're gonna do the inverted pyramid, right? Which is, a, which is a, a news thing. When you're a journalist, they teach you about the inverted pyramid. And you get the big part of the story at the beginning and funnel down to the least essential details at the end. Not to say that you're not essential, you are essential, right? But the idea is to you know get, get to what I'm talking about maybe a little bit faster. And there's some other things I'm gonna to do too as well i had somebody leave me some feedback on twitter and i really appreciated it now x and um, so I'm, i want to take some of that to heart you know when somebody who is kind of a neutral third party and isn't really like like you know if 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 i'm the i'm the you know the, the center and chats you know, the next circle like you know about three or four circles removed right so I want to be able to both be connected here and then also out here. So that's that's what I'm working on. And I, you know what? And I thank that person for bringing that to my attention. It was a Mars and Virgo moment. And you know what? I am open to um, corrections uh, that are meaningful
1: and helpful because uh, we all want to get better at what we do. And, you know, it's just... It's, this is a bit of a broken routine today. Right. And I, here's the other part. I
2: actually had was working on programming the show and my
1: fucking computer just shut down. It's like, whoop, shut down. There you go. Start all over again.
2: Right. That's usually a sign that I should start thinking about another computer. I bought this computer last year and, um, it's been iffy from the go. Like it, it is iffy from the go. So I bought a backup, but it's a much smaller uh, version. It's a, it's a, this is a 15 inch. It's an 11 inch. So I have a backup, but it's not loaded, right? Like when you get a computer, you load it up, you get all your tools and everything. And So when you have to get a new computer, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Anyway, I will not bore you with those details. Instead, let me go into Chattaria, and uh, let me let me see what
1: you guys are about today. Let's see what we got here. And then we're going to drop into this high strange, the high, high, high strange. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's me. I don't want to hear myself uh let's see
2: where is the old chatteroo moderate viewer chat let's go okay
1: who do we have here there's djmc tj Thor at the door wendy says the beautiful
2: one mods on the job that's right kelly b back double b beth berry there she is fantastic cc jones mary lee I'm going to love that sports show. Did I jump the gun? Oh, no, you didn't. See, this is what I like about interacting with chat, right? I get to cover things. And I'm going to be doing a uh, sports astrology uh, culture YouTube show. And that's going to be on Monday night, starting in three weeks. So not next Monday, but the following monday right so i guess two weeks two weeks and uh it's going to be me and and uh al dog i don't know if you've seen al on some of longo's productions uh and i was on a sports astrology show with longo and al and al's an author he's got a couple of books he's a really interesting character and um it'll be uh it'll be really Uh, fascinating, like diving into this territory with a millennial because Al's a millennial, full-on millennial born in 1990. And um, so we're going to do live stream two hours of kind of like occulted sports, some astrology, um, some symbolism, uh, some kind of just like noticing where, you know, sports and culture have the Venn diagram, and it's just a way for me to, to, to you know, kind of do something new. And the, the idea came to me when I was in, well, I'll let the cat out of the bag. So I went to New Mexico uh, over the weekend uh, with the uh, lovely doctor. And uh, I, you know, I love road tripping. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I don't do it nearly enough. I, so I just needed to get off the hamster wheel for a while, get out of the frame set. And um, I knew uh, that, uh, that that, that uh, the, the patient would be returning home on Monday. So I needed to squeeze in at least one weekend of doing nothing except the things that I wanted to do. Right? Because there's always something I could do here. You know, and it was really funny. I wound up accidentally leaving my computer at home, which again was, I think, really, really helpful. But while I was away, it just popped into my head. Like, know, I've been thinking about doing like something with sports and astrology for a while. And um, it's like, yeah, why don't I reach out to Al? And he was like, I'm down with it, right? So I think it has a lot of potential. And what I want to do is I, I, I want to have like a sort of a different take on things. Um, you know, Jason Whitlock has a portion of a show dedicated to sports and culture. And um, I, I want to, I, I, here's my goal. I'm being honest about it. I want out, to out Whitlock, Jason Whitlock on the sports side. That's what I want to do and and have other layers to it that we'll talk about. So, My goal is to ramp this thing up and get 20,000, 30,000 subs and, you know, open up astrology to sports people, symbolism to sports people. And um, for astrology people, maybe they can see connections and, you know, kind of figure out how this thing works on another level. And and I realized that, that when the true node, it all happened when the true node started to, to ingress into my fifth house, which is Aries, right? And Aries is recreation and games and sports and Aries is the athlete. I'm like, okay, well, let, let's do this, right? So we're bringing in the south node with Libra, right? But we're, you know, coming in with, um you know, single pointed focus with the show. And I'll have a name for the show. I know the name for the show. I just need to secure um, the YouTube channel. And then once I do, um, we're going to put a placeholder kind of trailer up there and, you know, the trailer will be in two weeks, right? So you can like, and subscribe. And the whole idea for us is to get to a thousand subscribers as quickly as possible so that we can, we can live stream. So I'll have details on all that stuff as we move closer to the, uh, the launch date. But thanks for reminding me, Mary Lee. See, that's one of those things. Hucklebuck, happy wacky
1: Tuesday, everyone. Indeed. Uh, Let's see, who else do we have? Mike is here. Is Mike here? Yes, Mike is here. Oh, Michael, that Mike. That's Michael. No, Mike, Michael. DJMC. All right. Uh, Darlene's here. No sound. Yes, I knew I was live. I knew it. It was just kind of crazy. Let me get back to the. Let me get back here. Sending love to you, my thanks, Lila. Appreciate that. Uh, My mother is a trip, man. She's a total trip. The nine lives. The nine lives of Kathy let's see who else feeling rung out it's the weather
2: here we go look at that you guys are getting to some Shuggy Otis. I'm digging this groove right on Robert this is I know right we're trying to we're trying to brighten your day you know Amelia would have been fine but you've been all spaced out and trying to figure out Joni Mitchell's love affairs and, and uh Amelia Earhart, The Metaphor, and all that shit, right? And it's just, like, it's
1: just let's just get into some sugary Otis. I'm putting together a funk playlist over on YouTube. Let's see, who else do we have? A uh, Tondar is here.
2: What's going on, Tondor? Hang in laundry.
1: hanging in laundry. Shudo was called a traitor by the crowd, but it wouldn't load. These people are in trouble. I'm telling you right now. The nice pocket and mixing that tune. Right on, right? Like fucking
2: Shuggy Otis was a genius. I mean, he clear. I, mean, I should look at this
1: chart. I think being Johnny Otis's son was no picnic. I bet you Johnny Otis was kind of a hard driver. Uh, what's going on with Lisa? It's been really a rough week you're witnessing a breakdown of someone. That's gonna be more common than not. People are gonna be losing their shit. It's weird. It's weird. Suggy has Shuggy was great. He still is. He's he's um he's still around. I love Strawberry Letter by the Brothers Johnson. Quincy Jones is recording that, the break,
2: that I love that. He stole that from Tom Runger, by the way. Uh, Let's see, who else do we have here? Harriet Bowie, what's going on, Harriet? Good to see you. Thanks all, it's heartbreaking. I wonder if we're going to start seeing more people lose it. Yes, indeed. We had three ambulances at a concert I worked at on
1: Saturday too. Two were severe heart issues. The story, it's the never-ending story, right? And we're 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 just in the beginning chapters here. Seasons of what's happening. Who else do we have? Third kind coming. Yes, it was definitely restorative. Last night at kickboxing, I had to sit out
2: two, dis- sit out uh, with dizzy spells. I've never seen that. Two had to sit out with dizzy spells. Usually, it is good to knock to the head.
1: It is a good knock to the head or stupid injury. Yeah, something is going on with this sun, too, man. Like, the sun
2: was different in New Mexico, I got to say. Hey, what's going on, Liddy Lou? I'm glad I'm back, too. Glad I'm back too. Both the Suggy sons, Lucky and Eric. Yeah, I hung out with Lucky in uh, Santa Rosa. Very good. He was very musical. Eric has toured in his father's band. Lucky, a bassist, began by playing with his grandfather, Johnny Otis. There you go. Hanging,
1: bringing some uh, Suggy inspiration information. One AI. What's going on, 1AI? Never made tortillas before. And yes, tortillas. We were in the land of great
2: tortillas. I like the riffing though. I can see how someone just listening and reviewing later would not get anything out of it. I think I think there's part and parcel, right? I think there's some value in the riff, but the further away you get from the center, I think there's less value. value. Weird woman behind represents Stacey Plaskett. Weird man behind Senator Grassley. Uh, I know, right? High strange. Things are just going to get weird. Maybe Obama chef had too many hot dogs. Wendy, if
1: I had a rim shot, that would be a rim shot moment. Wow. He drowned in eight feet of water. Yeah, I've got a video of him swimming. I like that show with Al Dog. Upper, uh my sports chat game. Yeah, no, Al and I are going to do a good job.
2: Al and I, I think, are going to, a uh, couple of Virgos. He's more of a Virgo
1: than I am, though.
2: Uh, did anybody see the interview with Anthony the Weasel
1: Wiener on value tainment? It was epic. It took Pat David a while, right, a while to get there. Pat David is a Libra.
2: Um, but I would have just gotten Morton Downey Jr. on Wiener from the jump. I mean, come on. And why does Wiener even think it's a good idea to be on that show? It's just sometimes sometimes these, the hubris of these people blows my mind. I think that's great. Do something that appeals to you and you will attract others. That like it, even people that will hang out just because they like you. I'm the latter. Well, thanks, Claire. I appreciate that. Um, let's see who else have Angeline. Happy Leo season, happy Leo season back. I would totally dig that sports show. It is coming. It is coming. Claire, thank you for the clarification. I like that clarification with Claire.
1: Star of the day, August 16th, my birthday. Well, we'll pick out a good one for you. Funk to funky. We know Major Tom's a junkie. What's going on, Crimies What is happening? Uh, let's see. So I hear the Green Party. This is why I like going through chat sometimes.
2: I hear the Green Party in New Zealand is pushing for massive surcharges for alternative meds like bee pollen herbs, etc., to price out and crush small producers
1: in all health. Doesn't surprise me. Strawberry Letter 23. I heard a remake of it and loathed it.
2: It took a sexy song and made it sterile. If you listen to Strawberry Letter 23 on headphones, your mind will be blown. Like the soundstage the sound of that song is like all over the place and it's funking and popping. And the quality of the audio is really
1: top notch. Morning, Renee. Christine is here. I think we're all present and count for. Her. Am I right? I'm having a good time with Astro Weatherly. Such so folks. Hey, I I gotta check the Virgo box every now and then. Uh,
2: the lady behind Plasket was very fucking weird, right? Very
1: weird. All right. Let's get into the show. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's talk. So, all right. I'm going to start off at the beginning here. I need a haircut too. That's the other thing. I definitely need a haircut. It's coming. Um, so, all right, I'll set the stage for you. So we, we road tripped to New Mexico
2: and one of my Oddly favorite places
1: in New Mexico, and I got a few. Like, I like Santa Fe. You know, Santa Fe, if you want really good food and buy hype, overpriced art, um,
2: in kind of you know, neat gallery design and that kind of southwest flair, plus it absolutely
1: massive, um gap in wealth, right? Like there's a huge wealth disparity in Santa Fe. That's
2: a good town. If that's your thing, right? Taos, I like Taos. Um, Again, another kind of massive wealth disparity town. Uh, But I I still like it. I have very fond memories of Taos. And um, so there are other places in New Mexico that I like. Uh, Carlsbad, I've been to the caverns. If you've never been in the caverns, I highly recommend the caverns. We didn't go on this trip, but I've been before, and they are mind-blowing. The, 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 the Carlsbad Caverns are really mind-blowing, and it's, it's one of those boxes I think you have to check. Even the entrance to the caverns, it's like you walk up to this kind of like, you know, gaping, you know, giant kind of, I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm actually thinking like vulva, Right. It's like the vulva at the base of this mountain, and as you walk in, most times you got bats flying out of there, right? That's the other part of it. It's like it's really a very dramatic entrance, and then you go down into this absolute freaking wonderland with all these stalactites and um. I, so Carlsbad itself, caverns, thumbs up. Roswell is kind of fun and interesting. Boy, have they really cashed in on the alien thing. I mean, I've been there before, but it's been 10 years since I've been there. And they've like, um, that's their brand, right? That is their brand. But Truth or Consequences is, oddly enough, one of my favorite places in New Mexico, because it's odd. It's an odd fucking place. And it hasn't changed in 10 years. I can pretty much tell you that. I think they may have added one stoplight um, in the 10 years since I've been there. So the reason that I like it is because it's on the Rio Grande and they have hot springs, which I really dig. I'm, I'm a, I love hot springs. So there's a place there, it's pretty idyllic, and it's called the, the River Bend Inn. And they have you know rooms, casitas, and they but they have these 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 private rooms that are on the Rio Grande, and they have these uh mineral bath hot tubs that you can soak in and look out and there's the Rio Grande. And then there's some, you know, greenery on the other side of the river. And then you have the mountain range and space is on the other side of the mountain. And it's just such a, a, a cool environment, you know, and the food there, they only have one really legit restaurant called Los Arcos, which is, which is pretty good. Like, if you like steak and baked potato in old school, that's your place, right? That is your place. It's classic. It is iconic. It hasn't changed since probably the 70s. I mean, literally, they're probably the same fucking tables since the 1970s. Uh, Maybe they changed the carpet. So that's another upside or plus for uh, Truth or Consequences. Other than that, right, there's really no other place to eat. Um, but they they do have um, our friends, the dispensaries. So um, we decided that we were going to we're on vacation. We were going to visit a dispensary. I actually have a t-shirt from it. I'll wear it maybe on the Sunday night show because it's got a UFO and it. it's pretty cool. And, you know, what's better than uh, partaking of a... A little gummy friend and hanging out down by the river in a hot mineral bath. Right? I mean, come on, we're on vacation here.
1: We're on vacation. And uh, so I'm gonna do vacation like things. So
2: this is the this is the title of the show, and this is the tweet that I had on Twitter. So we're hanging out, and I'm and uh I'm talking to uh, Dr. Joan and I'm saying, can you really, can you just imagine how weird things are going to get? Like really fucking weird. And they're kind of riffing on the shows that we've done over the past week or so. And, you know, and then kind of laying out like the weird and the high strange.
1: And I said, you know, what's going to happen? It's going to be evil weird versus good weird.
2: Right, You're going to get both kind of an equal proportion in some ways. And, you know, sometimes they're mixed. Sometimes there's the Venn diagram. Like maybe the Obama's chef drowning is somewhere between evil weird and good weird. The good weird mean, meaning that it's kind of focusing some weird shade on Obama in Martha's Vineyard, right? And then you have, you know, the ice cream, yum. Ooh, chili pepper, hot, 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 hot dog, yum. Right? That's fucking weird, right? And all the climate stuff is going to get weird. The weather is going to get weird. Everything, you know, and then you know, there's there's the the destructively bad weird, right? Like like I heard that there's a look at that. It's my new location. You can just solve this a little bit here. Hold on, I have to have the illusion in place. Um, yeah, and th- and it's like there was a reactor that was just caught on fire. That's like bad weird. Oh, isn't it weird? Another reactor caught on fire. Oh, isn't that weird? Another food processing plant caught on fire. That's bad weird. Okay, good weird is when good weird shit happens. Like, maybe, no, I'm not saying the guy who died was a father. He had two kids. They're twins, by the way. He had, they were twins, and which is, like you know, that's kind of weird, right? Like Gemini territory, twins. He was a chef at the White House, and he was the guy that was the brewmaster for the bees that they had on the White House lawn, and they made honey ale out of it. Of course, the Obamas are foodies, they're drinkies and foodies. So, but you know, and, and then even like the the chick, right? Behind Stacey Plaskett, that's fucking weird. That's kind of good weird though, because Stacey Plaskett is one of these automatons, and all she does is just spew the party line and spew the party rhetoric and. And when you see that in the background, like, it it pulls
1: the curtain back. And the – so people are like, well, is, is she the puppet master? Well, it's
2: the same thing that happened with Grassley and his aide. Like, like, th- like that's weird, right? But it's kind of good weird because, well, Stacy Plaskett is, you know, stridently trying to make her point. Some fucking, you know, left-leaning,
1: social Marxist talking point. You know, Odo, little Odo is behind her,
2: and then she finds out she's on camera. It's just weird. So some people say she's autistic,
1: and that's what autistic people do. Maybe she's on the spectrum. I don't know. But it sure as fuck is odd, right? It's fucking odd. It's weird, but it's kind of good weird. See, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, so we're having this conversation. And there's a pause. And I said, remember, the Rio Grande is going
2: right by us. And they have curtains um, on these little, little, you know, patios, decks with couple of, you know, lounge chairs. and Of course, you have the, the mineral bath. So, you know, I'm like, I want to see the Rio Grande. I don't want to have to pull the curtain so we can have privacy. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to risk either being in the tub or, you know, being in my birthday suit because I really, I really don't care if anybody sees me in my birthday suit environment. Now, if I'm walking through downtown Truth or Consequences, it's a little bit of a different story. Although, who knows? Maybe there it's like, maybe that happens. There's some different people that live there, trust me. Um, So there's a pause in the conversation. And I said,
1: wouldn't it be weird if a dead body started floating down the river? And within 30 seconds, there is a family of three floating down the river
2: but they were to right? So like 30 seconds after I bring this up, immediately people are floating down the river, but guess what? They're alive, that's number one, and they're a nuclear family. And I think the, the 10, 11 year old kid might've gotten a little bit of a kick out of seeing uh, Dr. Joan in a birthday suit. I know I would have if I was his age. So, you know, just got wave and, and I thought to myself, that's it. Good, weird wins. Right. Cause that was a good, weird moment. I was just talking and the whole, I love being on the road. Cause like sinks or snap, crack and pop, but it was like, I, you know, I'm just saying, Hey, what if a dead body was floating down this river? That would be weird. 30 seconds later, we get live bodies. We get a nuclear family,
1: very healthy. Touchdown, good weird wins. That's it. That's it, right? That was the
2: message. That was the message, and it was. We went back on um, Saturday for another, another soak. And it was. It was just one of those weekends, right? It was like it was overcast and some dark clouds over the mountain range. I said, hey, I want to really see some dramatic shit. I want to see some thunder and lightning. Sure enough, you know, five minutes later, thunder and lightning on the mountain. And, you know, just absolutely uh, great optics in the sky. So I felt, you know, really, I felt refreshed on a psychic level to just get out and, you know, be in a different kind of environment. Um, It was cool. It was good. So Bad weird, because
1: this is gonna get weird. Just just like you, you know, surrender to the weird and just check the good weird box. Good weird wins. It wins. Like even with the Hollywood actor strike, why are they striking? AI. They're striking against AI. Well, what happens? Well, at least for now, you know, a lot of these um, signed in the blood compact actors aren't doing movies, right?
2: For all intents and purposes, Hollywood is shut down. So the specter of AI in taking their jobs is weird, right? It's, it's the, I mean, if you really boil it down, it's weird. And there are so many AI sites, by the way. There's so many sites that are that are plugging and playing um, AI tools right now, not just
1: ChatGPT. So it's going to be, AI is going to be the next big thing since the internet. Trust me on this. And it is going to explode. And there are companies that are going to um, figure out how to use it. I'll tell you who's already using
2: AI is BlackRock. BlackRock has uh, something they call Genie. It's a technology, it's the gym. And they use, they use Genie um, as a predictive model. So if you sign on with BlackRock at a high level,
1: theoretically, you get access to the Genie tools, right? So they've been in AI for a while. It's a proprietary technology,
2: according to Larry Fink. Uh, So, you know, hang hang on to yourself here, you know. Buckle up and enjoy the ride.
1: And, you know, just watch how we're in this alternating dualistic ping pong match between good weird and bad weird. And good weird is your friend, right? Good weird makes you
2: laugh. Good weird has a slight hint of schadenfreude in it. Bad weird is, you know what bad weird looks like. Bad weird looks like Klaus Schwab. Bad weird looks like uh, Yuval Noah Harari. Bad weird looks like Larry Fink, right? That you know those. That's just a small sample size of bad weird, but it's not just people; it's also events and places. So let's uh, why don't we why don't we go around the internet a little bit, and let's get um, kind of a dose of the weird, shall we?
1: Well, in the in the thumbnail, you've got Mitt Romney. Pushing, what? Pushing hot dogs. National Hot Dog Day. Now, I got to tell you, that is fucking weird. It's just flat out weird. So let me go into my, uh... let me get into this here. Let me see my bookmarks. All right. All right. Let's stop. Let's <laughs> let's start with more.
2: Oh, I would say bad weird. All right. This this this
1: whole Twitch thing is going far too viral. Far, far, far too viral. Here we go. Mm, a rose. Bad weird. But also weird weird. Roar! Roar! Mm, a rose! A rose!
2: <gasps>
1: a rose. A rose. <gasps> a rose. <gasps> Meow! I'll cool you down. I'll cool you down. I'll cool you down. I'll cool you
2: down. I'll cool you down. Cool you down. Cool you down. Hot.
0: It's my birthday. Tick tock. I got the soccer ball. Mmm. Ice cream. Mmm. Ice cream.
1: Oh hot, that burns. Oh hot, that burns. Mm, rose. like what the fuck is going on here it's like and how old is she I'd say she's maybe 14 at most like this is
2: outlier gen z gen a oh I like the
1: butterfly symbol right and these are now we're into like they're not even using filters This is is plushy territory. And look at this. Just a copy of Cherry Crush. Oh, they're being derivative. Well, of course, Cherry Crush is making, Cherry Crush is crushing it. Right? And look, this is weird. Ain't gonna lie. That is fucking weird. Is it good weird? Bad weird? We're just weird, weird. It's weird, weird. Is it evil, weird? Not on the surface. Man. Just think this is one of your daughters. If you're, if you're a father, and you see this, and I'm assuming they have fathers, so let's just assume they have fathers, and they, and they see this, what kind of conversations you have in here? Because if you're, like, cracking the whip, what do you think they're going to do? No, you don't like this? Well, maybe you'd like me better as a boy. Fuck you. Right? I don't know. I think there's
2: a, a, uh, there's a, there's a girls' reform school in Utah with
1: your name on it. You know, like the one parasol one too. And I hear they cleaned. I've heard they cleaned up the rack. But again, your father, what do you, what do you say, to, what do you say to your daughter if you find 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 out about this? And, and I tell you, if they get any traction, whoops, they will be making, my bad, the the, uh, they'll be making more
2: money than their father.
1: That, that, now that, think about
2: that. If they get traction, if some weirdo perverts out
1: there, because they're like, those girls are strategic because they're doing a little cosplay thing.
2: They know that, right? They got the cosplay thing. There are weirdos out there that will feed them tokens so they can wank off. Trust me, not that I would do it, but there are guys out there that would do that because the human condition is depraved in many cases, right? So now you got a father who in the back of his mind is thinking some older bugger is out there feeding my daughter tokens and you know, slapping his salami. And at a certain point the, that little cosplay, Cherry Crush wannabe, out earns the father.
1: And what kind of respect do you think she'll have for the father? Oh, yeah? How much do you make? Do you know how much I make? I make $4,000 a month just by doing this. I make $1,000 a week. How much do you make? Shit, some of them might make $1,000 a day. I mean, that if you're you're a father, problematic, problematic. Now, what if you're the mother? That's a whole other story, right? Oh, look at my little girl. She's empowered. She's just being a good capitalist. You go, girl. If I was your age, I would have done that too. Because you know that there are some moms
2: out there that would have that conversation. And in a weird way, they'd be secretly proud of their daughter. Like, would they tell
1: anybody? Maybe one of their besties over their third or fourth glass of Chardonnay. And that's about it. What are those conversations? And then what do you do? You got to call in those, like, Cult deprogrammers. That's what you have. You remember those guys? They'd come and snatch up your, your kids in the middle of the night or they'd they they, they they'd bust
2: them out of a cult and then they would spend like a month just deprogramming them.
1: They, they were kind of the rage back in the 90s in the early 2000s, mostly the 90s. That's what they need. They, they
2: need somebody to come in, take them and just deprogram them. But these tools are so. The cell phone has been just absolutely a nightmare. Not the cell phone, but
1: the but the uh, uh, the smartphone. It allows us way way too much access.
2: Way 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 too much access. Um, I do not have Twitter
1: on my phone, and there's a reason for that. because I don't want to get too hooked in. All right, or X, it's X, now. Let's take a look at mittens. And the high, strange, and the weird with mittens. Uh, Man, my internet's been weird.
2: Everything's weird.
0: Today is National Hot Dog Day, and uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best, you know, best meat there is without question. So to all of you who, like me, are celebrating uh, National Hot Hot Dog Day, uh, congratulations to you, and may there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land. Well, as you all know, today is... all right, what's wrong with National Hot Dog Day. And uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is... He's putting fucking ketchup on his hot dog.
1: The only time ketchup is allowable on a hot dog is when it is paired with mustard. That
2: is the only time you can tell that he is
1: shilling, right? So maybe the pork lobby or the hot dog lobby has
2: contributed to his campaign coffers. Or maybe this is just a massive troll for people that know that hot dogs and pizza are code for something else,
1: right? Maybe this is exactly what our, our, our pal Mittens is doing here. So he either is shilling because a real hot dog person is going to have fucking
2: mustard on that hot dog. Even as far as a contrast goes, right? You want that that yellow showing up on that tube of, of, of flesh there, right? When you have the red on the pink, there's not much contrast. I mean, look at you know, on his third eye, he's got hot dogs on the brain. There's mustard on that hot dog. At the very least, you would go with the double helix of
1: mustard and ketchup. So is he actually signaling with the hot dog, the bloody dog? Inquiring minds want to know. At the end of the day, no matter what the answers, to these um, very dark and probing questions are, it's fucking weird. It's just weird. And I'm gonna go on record and say that this guy doesn't even eat hot dogs. He says he loves them with baked beans. I just love hot dogs. I bet I bet he doesn't even eat fucking hot dogs.
0: Let's keep going. Is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best, you know, mess meat there is without question. So to all of you who like me are celebrating uh, National Hot Dog Day. Uh, congratulations to you. And may there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land.
1: Wow, strike up the band. This so reminds me of uh, Tim Ballard's tie. Although it is clearly not as explicit. How weird is that shit? Okay, we're staying with the weird. It is the weird parade. Let's talk about um, the death of Obama's, I think it was the ex-chef, if I'm not mistaken. So, here is a video of the chef who seems to be a fairly strong swimmer. We got to fix this. All right, there we go. Um, let's play this. This is This is from his Instagram, Progress Fit Chef. Okay, let's see what he's doing here. He's doing a steamboat, um, the paddles are moving. Oh, well, there he goes. Look at that. He's got fins on pretty decent stroke, pretty decent freestyle stroke, flips around, does a backstroke. It was Hollywood style, right? So it wasn't that the guy couldn't swim. One Life Fitness, Woodbridge. What was his name? Tafir? I think that's his name. Um, do you really think Obama wants to draw attention to himself in
2: Martha's Vineyard and his house there. Like, that is a major inconvenience.
1: Major, major inconvenience. Anytime you have a guest drown on your property, unless you're Larry David. Well, even with Larry David, it was a major inconvenience. I'm referring to the show, not his life because um, it's going to draw attention, right? It's going to draw attention to you and your life. And apparently, Hillary Clinton's chef also died. Chefs know too much. That's why Donald Trump ate at McDonald's. His Secret Service guys just randomly show up at a McDonald's and bring in McDonald's every night because he knew
2: that somebody was going to create his food and it was probably going to be somebody who was like a, a wage slave who had no idea that the Big Mac and the quarter pound of the cheese and the fries and the Diet Coke would wind up in the White
1: House. Like, I don't think, like if there was a chef at the White House, He cooked for other people and not Donald Trump. So I don't think you're gonna see um, any any dead chefs in the, the Trump world. He didn't have one. He didn't employ a chef, but it's weird, right? Like that is weird. Is it good weird? Evil, weird, or weird, weird? I think it's evil, weird, weird, weird that it would take place. Now, I know I don't want, you know, the guy left behind a
2: wife and two kids. Okay, I don't know what his involvement was in Obama land. He might've just been a chef,
1: right? Sometimes a cook is just a cook. However, they know things, they overhear things. And did he overhear something? Maybe not as a chef, but maybe at the party. Maybe he saw something at that party, I don't know. But for a guy that could swim and he drowned in eight feet of water, And he was 100 feet away. It's not like he was surfing in Mavericks.
2: He was on a paddleboard on this massive pond they have,
1: which is, I would say, probably classified as a lake. And they have access to it. So what could have happened? Could he have fallen off the paddleboard? hit his head on the paddleboard, is that what happened? And are we gonna get an autopsy out of it? I mean, even if we do, what's it really gonna say? It's not gonna say what, you know, what,
2: let's say, oh, he hit, you know, he was just unconscious, right? So I think that the
1: party line would be, he was laying on the paddleboard, might have had too much to drink, fell asleep, passed out, rolled off the paddleboard, and the uh, he was so inebriated that even when he hit the water, and that's not warm water, that's cold water, that even when he hit the water, it wasn't enough to wake him up. you buy that? Here's another possibility. Another possibility is maybe something happened to him medically that has happened to other people medically. That there's a, a rash of people dying suddenly. Maybe that's what happened. You know, maybe he had a moment on that board and he had uh, a heart attack on the board. Now, you would think that if that was the case, that somebody might have noticed. Because heart attacks are not passive. You get people gripping, right? They're gripping. Because they want to hold on to life. Now, he was found 100 yards out, 100 feet out. It's not very far. And you would think that there would be people who would have seen that. Right? I mean, usually when you're on a paddleboard, you're standing up unless you're lying down. And if you're lying down, then maybe what we're talking about could happen. Here's the other thing. Why isn't there a lifeguard there, right? Like if I had that money, I'd have a lifeguard. I'd have somebody there just in case something like this would happen. And by the way, aren't there like secret service guys there? He gets secret service for life. Don't they know how to fucking swim? There's a lot of questions here about this guy's death. Are we gonna get any answers? Probably not. Are we gonna get the 9-11 call released? Probably not. Autopsy? Nope, probably won't get that. You know, we'll probably get, you know, uh, uh, whitewashed,
2: our condolences go out to his family his two children, he
1: he served our family and our nation, right? You'll get that bullshit, but that's about it. Now, how will people treat Obama in public
2: now? Like if you're somebody in the press, because Obama does speak,
1: he'll go to press engagements, and he's been completely bulletproof ever since he ran for president, he, he's been bulletproof
2: and after like nothing, you know, you think you think Trump is Teflon
1: Don? No. no, it's really Obama. And would a reporter ask him for
2: more clarification around the death of his former chef? That's a really interesting talking point. And it feels, again,
1: like the the veil between what is um, acceptable,
2: right, in terms of of Q&A, dialogue, and approach, that veil's getting real thin, real thin. And it started when Trump blasted a hole in the fifth wall and started to respond to uh, some of these people on on the liberal side of the equation, and you know, basically shooting da- shooting them down like clay pigeons. carry Lake is another one, right? It all started then, and now you have it on both
1: the left and the right. Coming at Corinne Jean Pierre, and you 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 watch these press conferences
2: now where she's fielding questions and it's it's like she's
1: you know taken on shrapnel from the press corps. So the the this kind of modicum of decorum
2: in the public space is eroding away and for good or bad, right? There there, there is some value in some degree of decorum. But if people continue to to just shovel bullshit, um, I think people have a right to change the rules of engagement. Yeah, and you you should ask questions and you should ask questions that are uncomfortable and you should be able to follow up with those questions. So it's gonna be interesting to see when Obama makes a public statement or when he has one of his public moments, he'll come out and he'll shill climate change or something, right? Or um, he'll talk about the specter of racism and white nationalism and violence and all that bullshit, which he's really, really good at. It'd be interesting to see if people pepper him with more details. I don't expect you'll see him
1: for a while. Like Obama will lay low, for a couple months and they'll probably wheel him out. His birthday is coming up too, like not far from now. He's a fairly early Leo
2: and that'll be interesting because literally the light will shine on Obama, right? Like this is, I think the party was for his birthday. I think that's why those people were there It's kind of an early birthday party. So even though he may want to, you know, crawl back into the catacombs, um, the light is going to shine on him and people are going to want more answers as to how this guy died and why this guy died. And conspiratorial thought and theory is now part of the curriculum. Right. Like if you're not asking questions and you're not connecting dots, you're just not alive. You're not thinking. You you I mean, that's just the way it is. And sometimes it leads into like ridiculous fucking places, but other times it leads into really interesting places.
1: And I was listening to I'm trying to get this guy on my show, Friday show. I listened to his um It was like
2: 90 minutes, close to two hours of a talk he gave in the city of Allen, Texas. They had a big JFK forum in the city of Allen put it on. Allen's not far from Dallas. And this guy was great. He was totally great. Like he knew his Kennedy shit inside and out, like like granular fucking details. You know, to the point where um, I think it was uh, JT Tippett had two shots in, him, but they were they were two different calibers that can be fired by the same guy with weird stuff. Right. But one of the things he brought up that was very interesting, somebody asked him a question. And they asked him, well, why don't more journalists? Cover. Why don't more? Why aren't there more news stations or news programs? that do what you do and we you know we we kind of know the answer to that but his answer was really
1: illuminating and it was um well how many actual network news programs can you name and the, and the person said i don't know what was newsmax is no that's not a it's not a news program that's a that's a channel how many news programs can you name Nobody could name any for 60 minutes, like 20, 20, if they still have them. That was it. And he said, how many reality shows can you name?
2: And that was the light in the head bulb moment, right? It was like, oh, yeah, 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 they don't do that anymore. You no, know, instead,
1: what they do is they create the news. They create reality. They create situations. even something like January 6th. And I'm not even talking
2: about the actual event itself, although clearly there was a lot of staging and directing going on there. But it was the night before, Woo's News did a great video pointing out who all the players are, how they fuck up their lines. It's all a production. It's all a production. So instead of reporting on the news, they've just decided to
1: create the news. It's a lot easier to report the news that you create. A lot easier. Why do you eat Hollywood? It's happening all around you. Um, but that so so that Obama thing, that is like. weird weird that's weird weird venn diagram good weird and again i'm not i don't want to cheapen this man's
2: life he, he's got a wife and kids and i don't know to what extent his knowledge or involvement in that life and that lifestyle was i don't know
1: but i think the important part is that his kids don't know so he's leaving two, these two kids behind anyway um So I don't want to really make light of it too much, but you know, during the end times, weird is weird. It's just the way it is. All right, let me let me uh, let me find you another edition of like really weird weird. let me see if I can find this bad boy. Give me one second. Here we go. Um, It's like Sicily is on fire. Water temp over 100 Fahrenheit in Manatee Bay, Florida. Okay. Uh, here, okay, how much time do we have? Ten thirty-two. Got another
2: reactive reactor on fire. No Barack and Michael.
1: Dick Durbin has COVID for the third time. Uh, imagine that. What is going on here? What is this? Whoa. Here we go. Here we go. All right. More weird. This is breaking. LeBron James' son. Bronny James suffers cardiac arrest during
2: practice. Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest while practicing USC on Monday.
1: Family spokesperson said LeBron James's kid just had a fucking heart attack. Wow. You think Jason Whitlock's going to talk about this? Bronny James, son of NBA All-Star LeBron
2: James, had a cardiac arrest on Monday while practicing USC, he starts his freshman season with
1: the Trojans. The 18 year old was considered one of the top high school prospects to enter the college ranks this year. West Palm Beach TV. This is this is legit, right? Yesterday while practicing, Bronnie James suffered a
2: cardiac arrest. Medical staff was able to treat Bronnie and taken to the hospital, he's now in stable condition and no longer in ICU. The family spoke so we ask for respect and privacy for the James family, and we'll update media when there's more information. LeBron and Savannah wish to publicly send their deepest thanks and appreciation to the USC medical and athletic staff for their incredible work. Here come the donations and dedication to the safety of their
1: athletes. A message has been left with USC seeking comment. Wow. There we go. That's breaking today. 1027 a.m. Florida. So it was uh, 927 this morning. That is a big fucking deal. And you know what happens, right? A lot of these kids who have a cardiac arrest, they cannot play sports after that.
2: So LeBron James's oldest son, the one that he's pinned all of his hopes on so that one day they can play together in the NBA. That is his dream, to be the first father and son to play together. That got majorly derailed. And you know LeBron is on the hardcore, woke side. He's always
1: buttering that side of the bread because LeBron is up to his third eye in China. And a long
2: time ago, you know, when I was doing like the hip hop Illuminati dive stuff, there was like one of these Illuminati insiders who said that that LeBron did go to the parties, but because of his special relationship with very, very wealthy people, like the guy who owns Dairy Queen, um, he was not subjected to some of the, how shall we say, more degenerate side of the parties and the initiations. So I don't know where where he is with that in his life now, but we do know he's got a big boule tattoo on his chest. Um, That that much is certain. There you go. More weird, right? Like LeBron has been fucking Superman, invincible, and his kid just had a heart attack at practice. How is this going to hit LeBron? Is he going to double down? Or is he going to do some really deep soul-searching here? Really deep soul-searching. Because you know that he knows that there's talk, right? That there's talk in the athletic world about this shit happening. This is a guy who takes impeccable care of his body. The best body training, nutrition, and medicine can buy. That's LeBron James. He He knows what's going on here, right? but he's playing for one team. Let's see if he switches jerseys. It's going to be very interesting. So within 40, 24 hours, you have this weird thing happen to LeBron and this weird thing happened to Obama. Wow. Wow, wow. Buckle up, kids. It's just getting started. All right. Thanks for being here. It's great to be back. Um, we'll be here tomorrow. Again, maybe not here maybe my other spot, uh, but we'll be back here tomorrow. And until then, use your head in order to discern what's real, your heart, to set what's possible. Starting tomorrow, I'm really going to push the event. We'll be talking about the event every day. I got a few changes to make on the website, but um, most of that's in place. So we're moving forward. We're moving forward to gathering together under
1: the eclipse sun here in Part of Texas. Take care, y'all. Bye for now.